back to Unleashing. I'm your host, Jared Beeler. <clears throat> I uh, had to take this last week off. <clears throat> Got kind of a cold, sore throat, and uh, I'm going to try and push through this today make a short little video because uh, there's some stuff I wanted to talk about. But uh, let's jump right into this. Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. <clears throat> but of the times and seasons, brother, you have no need that I write to you, for yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say, Peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh on them, as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. You are all the children of the light, children of the day. We are not of the night, nor of the darkness. Okay? If there was ever a question, if we would know when the time was coming, if that's what he meant, uh, I believe it's totally being fulfilled now, and we actually have the proof in this. So many things are coming to light now where they wouldn't have before, uh, as when God spoke to Daniel and said, "Shut up, it's not for," or uh, "Shut the book, it's not for your time; uh, it's for a later uh, generation." You know, and things start to unfold, and we see things. The two witnesses being witnessed by the world that would be killed and seen all over. Nobody know how that's possible. Uh, now we have TVs, things like that. Um, <clears throat> I will never stop looking. It's only picked up more and more the closer we get to God. So being surprised as a thief for us Christians that are looking for it, no, it's only opening up more. So this is being revealed. This is exactly what he meant in this. And, uh, and we do know perfectly well that it's coming right now. What about the rest of the world? Do they know? No, they're blind, completely clueless to it, right in front of it. Why we talk, preach, everything, they don't want to listen. They don't have anything to do with it. So it will overtake them. They'll be completely blinded to it. And they'll fall into the deception of aliens and things like that. But to us, we know perfectly well and we can see the day approaching closer and closer. Even though we don't know the second or anything like that, uh, we can get to that time. And, uh, and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about in this video. It's very exciting. And if uh, you were looking at this as uh, holding a hand, uh, like in a poker game or something like that, uh, we just got, I, I believe we'd be holding all the cards that uh, would be the royal flush, and we're waiting for the ace of spades now, literally. I mean, we have all the different signs from aliens, and that picking up even more and more. I'm seeing it constantly. They're, they're showing themselves more and more. I don't know if you guys have seen that UN vote, uh, video floating around where they're talking about it and stuff like that, but it's going to come out. Just like in the vision where I saw the, the mile wide or bigger UFO first before uh, the whole thing happened. It was right there <clears throat> hovering over the lake uh, at the same time that the rapture happened uh, on standby. We have the Malachi prophecy and uh, Israel's 70th year. World War III is just about ready to kick off. The economy is going to trash. These things right here, they're precursors and, and part of the, the first events that take place during the seals of the tribulation all happening around the same time. Just uh, one sign after another. And uh, we're, we're holding the whole thing. Really, we're looking for uh, the rapture to happen. And, uh, and that's super exciting because, I mean, not if you're looking for it, <laughs> all the best stuff is about to start for us that, that, uh, that'll be going, you know, and that's super exciting. But, uh, you know, I was just looking at the, this video or whatever, and they're talking about the economy and uh, like yesterday or whatever, another like 482 stores shut um, around the U.S. or whatever, uh, chain stores, malls and things like that. And it just goes to show you, it the economy and stuff like that is not getting better. We're going around hoarding up more gold. We just cut a deal and got like 50 tons of gold from ISIS out of Syria or whatever. And uh, Russia's taking uh, Venezuela's gold. And uh, 
everybody's just hoarding up, and that's because the whole thing's about to be reset. They're going to usher in the, the mark of the beast stuff that we know that takes place during the tribulation and things. But uh, you can see that taking place right now as uh, they get more of that, keeping the public blind. <clears throat> and like I've stated before, I have not been able to find somebody, a scientist, that is blowing the whistle. But the ones that do it behind closed doors have said that 2021, in the spring, which fits perfectly. See, they don't know. They're, they're not planning this or putting it together like we are, where the planet system that only comes through 3,000 years, every 300 years, whatever it is, that we know that is most likely and was totally involved with Noah's flood, destruction of Mars, and things like that that all happened at this exact same time uh, 4,000 years ago. They haven't put this in the calculation of... Uh, the tribulation and it being the first uh, one through four trumpets or at least one through three, okay? But we have. So knowing this and the times that it would start, which would be in the fall because it would end in the fall for a seven-year tribulation. Why? Because it would fulfill the, the, the Feast of uh, Trumpets, Feast of Atonement, Feast of Tabernacles. It has to on those days, okay? Knowing this, seven-year split, we have to uh, start at that time as well. When we roll this through and... Uh, uh, through the Holy Spirit, uh, what he showed me on uh, the length of time of Trumpets uh, 5 and 6, working your way back from what uh, uh, it says in uh, chapter 11 of Revelation, uh, when the seventh trumpet is blown, and knowing this time, uh, we can work our way back a year and a half to the two-year mark, and uh, and then other calculations, including how long that uh, the elites plan to be underground for this system coming through. It's showing up when they say that it does, in late February, March-ish time of uh, 2021 fits perfectly with this timeline and, and what we know of, of how long it takes and stuff like that because it will calculate back into the three and a half year mark of when it needs to for the two witnesses to go up, which will push it around the Passover of 2023 or whatever it is. Um, so knowing that, I mean, it seems like it fits perfectly, okay? And, and that's a point that I want to make. So. Now that we know this, and uh, and if it, it really is legit like it looks, then <clears throat> there's no other choice in the matter. The tribulation starts this year. And for uh, those of us that are looking for the pre-tribulation rapture, uh, that gives it a confirmation it's this year as well. We do not know the exact time, but I definitely have my ideas and calculations. You guys have heard me say it. <clears throat> Depending on when, it, when things take place and stuff like that, I'm flexible on different things. But from what I know, World War III will take place goes for about three, uh, two or three months, maybe four or whatever. I uh, heard this from multiple sources, including that one kid that went to heaven. He saw the whole thing take place. And uh, also John Finn was confirmed the whole thing as well. And I've heard it from a few other sources. All right. Gog and Magog will be an aspect of that. It will take place. We're not there to help them because it says uh, nobody's there in their age. So America's destruction is probably going to be the starting point or, or at least uh, around that time. Okay. So if it goes for two or three months and it has to start in the fall, if we want to use the numbers from Daniel, because we know the second half, the Jews are in the wilderness for 1260 days after your abomination of desolation, all right? When we line this up to the Feast of Trumpets and things like that, when we come back and, and this thing ends, all right, <clears throat> the starting of it has to start around the same time. So if we want to get our 1290 days that it speaks of in, in chapter 12, coincidentally, from September 23rd, so all those people who have had visions or seen the numbers and had questions like, why does this keep popping up September 23rd, September 24th-ish time period, same time as the UN usually has its annual meeting. 
It is 1,290 days to pass over 2023. It's a perfect fit. And uh, I'm guessing that's exactly when the peace deal will come out or the covenant with many, whatever that takes place. Will it be with Israel? I think it will be an aspect of it, but we don't know exactly what it will entail because he goes in and stops the sacrifice is what it says. Might not be uh, breaking a covenant with Israel. It might just be a, an aspect of a worldwide covenant they make, and it could have something to do with aliens. Okay, uh, that kid that went to heaven, he said the same thing. He's like, after World War Three, we get into a war with aliens and they eat people. All right, knowing this and things like that, and uh, the whole Reagan administration and them talking about aliens, how it could bring the world together. It could be the exact thing that they need. Even saying for the people that disappeared, use it as an excuse for first say, oh, we need to come together. We need to come together. The point is they will they will make a cover or something like that, so it lines up perfectly. Now that we know this is in the fall, right? excuse me, my throat's a little rough. We work our way back a few months, and this pushes us into early summer, maybe late springish time period for the World War III to kick off. Okay, <coughs> knowing that. Uh, and the rapture time and what people have had visions of, we go up when the bombs start coming down and stuff like that. It sounds like the start of World War Three. Um, that puts the rapture timeline that we're looking at sometime in spring or summer, okay? And uh, and that's super exciting. That's super exciting. So we're really looking forward. It's not, we're not, at least we don't have to wait till fall or anything like that this year. I am looking in a springtime, early summertime event, okay? <coughs> and, uh, and that's exactly how it looks right now. So when we know this, when we put together these theories and, and, and ideas, we look to see if things fit into it or they start to go that direction, right? Same way in science, when they come up with a theory or something like that, once they know that or they've come to this conclusion, they're like, well, if this affects it this way, then we should see this outcome on these events at the end of the line every single time. When they do, they change it from uh, a theory into a fact, okay? <coughs> We're kind of doing the same thing here. So... Knowing this and stuff like that, we won't be seeing things getting any better. We're going to push closer and closer to war. The nuke talk's going to get more. More troops are going to be put on the borders, and this thing's eventually going to snap. <clears throat> and that right now is exactly how it's going. Along with the economy crashing and stuff like that being the third seal, it's going to be an aspect where it'll be worldwide and something they plan on doing. <clears throat> and right now, that's exactly the direction it looks. And along with the alien thing, all right, that it will play its part. They will use that as... Uh, a rapture excuse, and uh, and that's what's going on. Uh, I watch uh, I watch other videos and stuff like that uh, on uh, the internet and stuff, and and the UFO stuff's just taking off. More pilots are coming forward. More people are talking. They're allowing it to play out like that. It's been in the background the whole time. But like I say, it's the only thing that they'll be able to use that they don't know and the public doesn't know enough about that they could say unknowingly, well, yeah, these guys have enough technology to make these people disappear and, and take them away. And, uh, and that's why it'll work for the whole agenda and stuff like that for uh, covering up for the rapture, which is what they plan on doing. On the last video, <clears throat> I talked about uh, some pretty serious stuff and uh, that's good. I was laying down a platform and uh, I want you to take a look at yourself. All right, if you even hesitated to want to turn somebody in that was burning down Planned Parenthood, all right? I'm gonna tell you right now, if you actually do find yourself in the tribulation, you are a folder, you will fold up like a sack of potatoes within a second, okay? You do not have what it takes. So <clears throat> knowing this, you're gonna to wanna to make sure you make it in the rapture, okay? Uh, because you'll go along with the system and you will fail, all right? 
there are so many people that talk a big game and when it comes down to it I've seen them fold every single time uh, whether it's been in the military or anything else okay um, people people are just naturally cowards okay and, and that's how it is and uh, you know I was kind of showing that in that last video when I was talking about that there are people that are like yeah who really cares about the building you know it's a it's a, a new version of a Baal temple okay and that's exactly what it is it's the same thing sacrificing children and stuff like that you know but uh, <clears throat> there were tons of people that were coming up with excuses. Well, if somebody's inside, I already stated that there was nobody in there, you know, and uh, and uh, it just shows you that uh, you're a part of the system. It has a, it has a hold on you, okay? What God's laws are and then what man's laws are are, are two different things, and uh, you need to be able to be uh, to distinguish between both of those. Another thing is is uh, I said that I've talked to people uh, while drinking beer. I have done that plenty of times. In fact, uh, I can't even help myself. Uh, usually every time that I've had a beer, I start talking about God. <clears throat> Do I get drunk all the time and stuff like that? No, absolutely not. And that's a lifestyle that I've given up. Uh, I did used to drink quite a bit when I was in the military, military and stuff like that, but not anymore. The point of that was is that uh, if you get an opportunity to talk to somebody, uh, Take that, take that chance, okay, and, and do it. They were doing the same thing with Jesus. They were looking to find excuses to punish him uh, while he's healing on the Sabbath and stuff and totally missing the point that he's bringing people back from the dead and healing the blind right in front of them. So while uh, 50 people are arguing about if you should go have a beer with somebody who's a friend that's not saved and they ask you to come out and you know that it's an opportunity to talk to them about Jesus, Especially during that time, because a lot of times they'll lower their guard and they'll be more apt to listen to you. Uh, take that chance. Those people that are in the church building that are questioning this and, and, and trying to figure out what is up and what's down, instead of reading uh, Romans chapter 14. Um, who are they witnessing to inside the church building? They're not doing anything, all right? So forget them and, uh, and, and do your best to witness to somebody, okay? And that's kind of the point that I was making on that right there, all right? There's people that are talking and trying to figure things out, and there's people that are actually doing something, okay? Um, that was uh, that was really the whole point of why I, I stated that on the last video. But uh, <clears throat> time's running out. It really is. We're getting closer and closer. If you've been backslidden as well, um, I cannot emphasize how much of an importance it is that you need to repent and turn to God. Repentance is not works, never has been. It's uh, something completely different. It's our closest and drawing in. You're not going to do something or going to a church or anything like that when you repent. You're falling on your knees and you're saying, God, forgive me. I messed up in this area and I have lots of times. Uh, please forgive me. And he does. He push, pushes it from the east to the west just like that. And then you continue on and try not to do that anymore until you get to the point where it isn't even a problem anymore, whether it's <clears throat> whatever the situation is, okay? And we all deal with different things. Me, you, everybody, we all do. And some people have more and stuff like that. As long as you're on that path and heading in that direction, he knows the heart and uh, and you're in his grace, you're in his, you're in his hands where you need to be, right? If you're not and you're secretly doing stuff and you're not repenting of it or you know and you're or you don't want to repent because you, it'll make you feel guilty or you're not in a good spot it's very dangerous um, I cannot say how many times that uh, I did not see a bunch of people going up all right and uh, and I didn't I didn't notice otherwise I would have, I would have tackled this a long time ago it kind of hit me by surprise I did not realize the percentage of once saved always saved <clears throat> within uh, the Christian church and especially in America and stuff like that 
it's everywhere. It's huge. It's prevalent. It's the biggest reason I believe that the people won't be going. Um, it's truly disturbing and it's everywhere and, and taught by different people and stuff like that. But I'm here to tell you the truth about everything, even if it's hard to hear. Okay. Uh, that's my, that's my whole goal and my point. You absolutely have to, okay? You, you have to repent. It's, it's part of your, your your whole deal. When you feel that guilt come on, or if you haven't done it in long enough, you might not feel anything, but you guys know what I'm talking about when you feel that guilt. And it, the Holy Spirit will keep that there until you repent. And then when you do, you're, you feel that grace. You're, you're back in it. And uh, we don't take any of the verses out. So when we're talking about Ephesians and things like that, it's not. I'm not leaving it out. I'm not playing one story or the other. You guys know exactly how I am. Every single scripture and point in the Bible is absolutely used. What they do with so many others is they'll take verses out that just sound so good about being saved by grace, but you leave out the importance one where you need to repent, and if you don't, you could be left behind, or you could be one of the five virgins that aren't looking for Jesus or anything else, all right? All the other blindness that comes with it. We're keeping it all in. So Ephesians and all those others where it talks about grace, yeah, absolutely, we're not saved by works, all right? And it's a comfort for when we mess up. And, uh, and we're like, could he ever forgive me for that? Boom. If you're already asking that and thinking and it matters to you, it's already right there. You just ask him for, your forgive, for forgiveness and he absolutely will when you turn from that stuff. Okay? <clears throat> it's a daily walk. Not once a week. Not on Sunday. It, it's a daily walk. Uh, he's your first priority. Okay? <clears throat> but uh, so many people... Uh, so many people are on this uh, this once saved, always saved. It, it's truly, truly disturbing. And I'm going to say something that I have not said before, but I think it's very important. Your Christian walk is not linear in years, okay? It's uh, the best example that I can see is that it folds like a katana, all right, like a blade. If you guys know anything about that, when they were making the swords back in the day with the metal, You'd fold it over and hammer it in, and you'd be taking the impurities out and stuff like that, and, and you'd get your layers. But each time you pound the layer over, the layers in the blade, they double, okay? And uh, once you get to 20 layers or 20 folds, you're like over a million layers, okay? I think that is more of a representation of a Christian walk, and, uh, and it's good. It's, it, it's really good in a lot of ways. For those that want to fast track, like what I'm trying to do here, get people on board fast, really quick, learn a bunch of stuff as fast as possible. It works great. You have no, you have nothing to stop you from doing that. I've seen people go uh, from just a few years to knowing tons of stuff, right? Being, being almost on the same level. And I've seen people that have been Christians for 30, 50 years and uh, they don't even know about the rapture or something like that. You know, it's, it's pathetic, all right? Because it's not linear. It's not how long you've been a Christian for. And even though that does affect things because God will open up doors the longer you've walked with him and things like that. But it, it does, it's not, it's not bound by that. So I think back to the time when I was first dealing with preachers that uh, we're talking about God asking Jesus in your heart. And yet when I looked inside of them and stuff, I'm like, they're not... What is this? They're not saved. They're not there. How, how is this possible, right? During this first time, way back back in the day when I was first looking at this, right? This is around the first fold, okay? Before it starts to, to move on in the, in the Christian walk and you start to learn more things, all right? This is where we get these confusions like Pentecostal church. If you're not speaking in tongues, you're not saved. Have you asked Jesus in your heart and, and, and confessed to follow him? Yes, then you are saved, okay? Just like that. Just like that, okay? Now, what do you choose to do with that? That is up to you. Walk away, backslide, 
get back into sin, get, get into the world, not have God first and things like that, it can push you away. It can push you out of his hands, okay? Like I say, when somebody becomes old, usually there's a full circle that comes around and that they repent and, and everything else and, and if you're dying of old age. While the rapture is like catching somebody in their teenage years, uh, you're, when the rapture is going to happen, a lot of people are this age, you know, and everything else. And uh, if you're walking with God and doing what you're supposed to, you're going up. But it's hard to do that in a lot of ways when you have all these temptations or you don't know what's going on because you don't know about the scripture or how close things are. You're blinded to it. You're one of the five foolish virgins or, or the world. Uh, you're, it's like a thief in the night to you, okay? But those that are looking, you know, well, as I look at this and, and I couldn't figure out the one saved, the least thing, I, I'm like, how is this possible? How do they not realize this, uh, where it is? And I had to go all the way back to around the first fold when I was first dealing with false preachers and things like that. And, uh, and that's really where it is. It's before you even get to that, um, that, uh, you asked Jesus in your heart, you said a little prayer, you did it, and it's not the prayer itself, right? The demons believe and fear, but they're not going anywhere, okay? It's the act upon doing it. Once you say, Jesus said, I confess to follow you all the days of your life, you're a changed person, and now you head in that direction, and all things are past, and when you see the evils that you've done before, no, you, you push them away, right? You're, you're performing that, you're walking with them, it's not works, it's you're, you're a changed person, okay? And uh, people get that confused with works and things like that. And it's something completely different. Works is me going out or, or me doing this channel right now. This would be works. This isn't saving me. This is something else I'm doing for God for, for free. Like I say, I don't ask for any money in all, any of this or, or anything of the sort. Right? It's totally a free gift. It's given to me freely and I, and I give it back. And I take that very seriously. And, and I have absolutely lots of different reasons for the reasons that I do that stuff. And uh, honor being one of the most. But, but the point is, is doing it honorably and giving the credit back to God. I know how it works. I've read the Bible. I've seen the dangers of not giving the credit to God and things. And uh, look what happened to Moses when uh, when they hit the rock. And uh, they kept the glory from God of him splitting it open and uh, watering Israel. Um, he didn't get to go on a promised land, okay? I've seen this before with YouTubers and things like that. I don't want to get off on a tangent here, but, uh, you know, uh, Scotty Clark, for instance, uh, and God will strip you. God will strip you of the power and the gifts and the things that he's shown you. And you will talk ramble nonsense, all right, uh, if you keep that to yourself. So that's why I try, always try to say, you know, the glory goes to God. Uh, not in this for any money. This is just for him. And the cool part about the whole thing is, is <clears throat> as I talk about things like that, God will show me more. Because I was faithful or I am with the, the little things he gives me and some of the other things. And if he sees that and I'm not taking it for myself then he'll give me more. And it's always fun to be one of the ones that he breaks uh, the stuff to, you know, uh, and new, exciting, cool things and stuff like that that he shows you because sometimes he'll show you cool stuff that he hasn't showed anybody in the world. And as a Christian family, we get to share that. And it's always cool when I get something new and I can talk about it or I hear something from somebody else, you know, because uh, like I say, we're a whole family and, and uh, he'll share stuff with you just as much. But uh, I'm digressing here. The point is about the once saved always thing. This is a this isn't even the first full of the blade of, of a katana in your relationship with God. Okay, it is uh, it's like before you even get to that. So these Christians are like, well, once saved always saved. Blah blah blah. This is why they can be deceived by false prophets and false teachers. Well, this guy's teaching Jesus and stuff like that. 
right? And he, and he even taught me how to ask him into my heart and all this other stuff, right? And yet, we'll teach him some Kenneth Copeland stuff. Next thing you know, uh, Adam breathed life into the animals in the garden and some other crazy nonsense, right? <clears throat> and, they, and they get off and, and they don't know. And, uh, and it's because of this. And it's such a low level of Christianity. Here's the scary part. Knowing this, and we're the once saved, always saved is, and because it's so far back, it's why I overlooked it. I didn't even realize it was this big. This is what's prevalent. About 70% of the Christian community, especially in America. Do you understand the size of those numbers? These people are clueless. And many of you that might be watching that, that have believed this, okay? It's absolutely cluelessness. You're in so much danger with this belief. And it is why. And it was the secret that I was looking for. I kept asking, I kept asking, why are the numbers small? And I've seen everything. You guys have heard me talk. I, I've seen uh, Nazis on YouTube going, yes, this whites with the blue eyes were the actual Jews and, and the other ones aren't. Yeah, Hitler was right uh, <clears throat> in killing all those, blah, 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 blah. And uh, yeah, God bless, brother. I'll see you in heaven, right? Thinking they're Christians and they're saved. Like sheer stupidity, right? And, uh, and I've seen this kind of stuff, and it's like, well, there's a couple more uh, morons, we'll just call it what it is, morons that don't have a clue about anything, right, off the thing, and it's like, yeah, but this is kind of far, few, and in between. Why were the numbers so small in this vision? And the one saved, always saved, that, that's where it is. That's the honest truth. That's where it is. That's the big numbers, and it holds a huge amount of percentage of Christians, around the 70%. And the reason why is they're just absolute baby baby Christians, milk and uh, milk, orange juice and honey, all right? They, they can't even handle the meat. They can't handle discussions like this. They can't get into the serious stuff. And when you start to talk about it, the things they'll say is, oh, I don't want the rapture. Or I don't want to have anything to do with that, right? Because they're still locked in the world. It's all about their blessing and things like that. It's truly disgusting, all right? This is what we see all the time. This is what's taking place. And it's an extreme danger. And I feel that I have to talk about it. I know that I have to talk about it. Like I say, a lot of you already uh, already know this and stuff like that. Some of you don't. The reason I say this isn't because I think that you will change. Most people are set in their ways. Uh, the tribulation will change you, all right? And when you're looking for answers and you might stumble upon this, you're going to know exactly why. And, and that's the reasons why, okay? You you don't put God first. Uh, the one saved always suffer. You can do whatever you want in sin. And you're going after the world and everything in it. And you don't want to repent, Um It'll take you straight to hell, okay? It's so dangerous, and it'll get you left behind. And the tribulation is an adult spanking, and you're going to get the worst spanking of your entire life. Take that, use it, and uh, and turn your life around, all right? Because God doesn't want anybody to perish, all right? He wants us all to make it, you know? But I know how serious it is, and that includes myself, all right? That's why I repent daily. I try to change who I am. And, uh, and always be and always be better and walk that path because I know how serious it is. And that means even all the stuff that I've done and everything like that, it, it doesn't mean anything because if I'm not repenting and walking with God, I could be left behind too. It's just as dangerous for me, all right? But knowing that and that comfort and when the Holy Spirit presses upon you that you messed up in something like that, repent quickly. He'll take you back just like that. You're in His grace again and it feels so nice. And, uh, and you're in his hand. And when that hand goes up, which is going to be very, very soon, you're, you're with him. And, uh, and you're going to heaven, and that's going to be great. If you're not, you can find yourself left behind. It's so dangerous. And uh, that's why I have to talk about it, okay? This video has gone on longer than I want. throat is too sore to be doing this. But I feel that I needed to talk about a few things and, and get a few things out, right? And hopefully this helps. And, uh, and, uh, 
and I'll get some more videos and stuff out. But uh, like I say, I've been dealing with a cold all week and stuff. So, but uh, just a few things that I wanted to go over. And uh, the rapture looks closer than ever. And if you are backslidden in any way, uh, let it go. Even at the end here, it's totally fine. Clean up, clean up. He'll forgive you just like that. He'll push it as far as the east is from the west. And uh, get in his grace. And uh, and uh, and get out of here because you do not want to be left behind when the tribulation starts. It's going to be the worst time that there possibly ever could be and will be on the planet. That's exactly what the Bible says. It's the worst time ever, even worse than uh, back before the flood. So uh, and we can see it coming. There's so much evil. Uh, it's just off the charts. It's just everywhere. Okay. So uh, pay attention uh, and get right and. Uh, and you know, uh, keep looking up because this thing's about to happen, and it really does look like it's going to be this year this time. And that's super exciting because uh, I can't wait. All right, I'll catch you next time on the nation. God bless. Bye.